So I started reading Wanderers by Chuck Wendig, and I picked it up without knowing exactly what the book is about. I have this thing where I don't like to read the backs of books. Like I don't like to leave, I don't like to read the synopsis, um, but I like to read the quotes about the book. So things like um, a page turner or couldn't put it down or, um, you know, lyrical writing meets plot-driven magnificence or something like this. Um, those are the only things I like to know about a book before I start the book. And so I picked up Wanderers based on some really fantastic quotes on the back of the book, but I had no idea what it was about. Now, this was, a, I want to say, maybe two weeks ago or so, um, maybe three, the last time the libraries were open. <laughs> um, all my local libraries are closed now, so it was before, you know, massive lockdowns and stuff. And I picked up the book, and I was pretty surprised that like within the first few pages there are words like infectious and um organizations like cdc and essentially all of the things that i had been wanting to read a book to escape from um but i was sort of faced with them but it was such a good story and it is an incredible story that um i just felt compelled to keep reading it is quite the opus though it is huge i think it's at, I mean, it's at least 700 pages, if not like closer to 800. I think it's like a little over 800 or like around 800 or something. It's it's an investment. It's an investment. And so you you pretty much have to know that you want to read this book. And so I was pretty convinced like early on that I wanted to read this book because it, like I don't – okay, so I don't like to read the backs of books. I hate spoilers. That's the reason I don't like to read the back of the books. So I'm not going to spoil it for you and tell you like what it's about, but you can kind of guess that – um, you know, put CDC and infectious together and you kind of have like, I guess, at least some roundabout idea of like a genre where it could be. Um, so whatever. So uh, given the times, <laughs> um, I was sort of hesitant about reading it. Um, and I kept going back and forth, like, should I keep reading this book? But after a certain point, like, I feel like after 100 pages, you just have this feeling like you don't want to like give up now, you know, like keep muddling through. The thing is, as I said, it's hella long and I'm like over 400 pages into it, but it just keeps getting worse because, you know, things that deal with infectious and CDC tend to get worse, especially over 800 pages. Like they're not going to get better by page 200 if they start out pretty bad. So it just keeps getting more and more, um, scary and um less and less of an escape from what is already scary in our IRL um so I just I don't know I don't know if I'm going to finish it or not but the reason I want to talk about it is because the writing is wicked good um I still highly recommend this book um but also I read an article I think it was yesterday or today um it was, it was, I think it was yesterday. It may have came out yesterday. Anyway, the BBC had sort of a compilation of like the kinds of businesses that are thriving right now because so many things are not thriving right now. And so I guess people were wondering like, I don't know, what part of the economy is showing some signs of positivity. Um, anyway, somewhere in the middle of this list was uh, audiobooks and book books and um, yeah, content essentially. But what was really surprising was that specifically within the genre of apocalypses, apocalypses, yes, um, zombies are popular, infectious things are popular, which I thought was really surprising because as I said, I picked up Wanderers not knowing that it was about these kinds of things. And I wouldn't have picked it up had I known it um, because I want to escape. Like all I want to do is read like a trashy romance, which I, that's another story. I tried it and I realized I'm not that desperate. 
even though I love trashy romance novels most of the time. But at this time, for some reason, it was just way too like hard right or hard left of what I was reading before that like I just I thought I was in the mood for it, but I'm not. Sometimes it's not always the best way to course correct to just do a U-turn. Like sometimes you need to take like slow turns before you are completely 180. Um, but I just like had whiplash from like the jackknife that I did on the road of my reading. Um, so that's why that didn't work out. But anyway, the point is I was surprised that many people genuinely like to read about the scary stuff that we're dealing with in our daily lives in their escapist stuff, you know, because I wouldn't have expected that. But maybe, I was thinking, maybe the reason is because when you are opening a book or starting a movie or a TV series, there's some, there's some just inherent either hope or belief or even knowledge, faith, whatever, that it's going to end well because it is human nature, I think, for the most part, to want that. Like for most of us, I think we genuinely want to believe in at least a happy ending of sorts. And so obviously that comes out in our stories, which, you know, books and TV and music and movies are stories, obvi. And so there's just, just this kind of like understanding, like, yeah, I mean, of course, sadness happens along the way and like not everyone in the plot is going to make it to the happy ending. Like we all know that from the beginning, from page one, we get that, we know that, that's fine. But eventually at some point, we as humankind, as humanity, we, we will make it out on the other side of something. I think we all kind of feel that when you open a book, the end of like the series, even if it's like a multi-part thing, you're not going to have the last scene be like, and then there is no one. <laughs> like, even if there are just like one or two people, like you're going to have some sign of life remaining. Like, it's not going to be like, and then everything ended. <laughs> like, and there's no more happiness ever again. You know, there's there's going to be some like sliver of like, okay, we can either rebuild or we survived it somehow, like maybe with much less numbers, but, and that's tragic and horrible and terrifying. But we do like stories that at least sometimes come out in a way that we feel like maybe it's accurate maybe it's just a sign of our strength as humankind or whatever like we do we do and that's why we write them that's why we write the apocalypses that's why we write the zombies and that's why at the end there is still existence <laughs> there's still something left and there's usually some human witness around to see it and view it and be aware of it so i think that's why we like those because in times like this maybe because we think you know at least we can have an experience of something crazy and scary and cat catastrophic while knowing that we're going to come out of it the other way and the other side in a better way than we were before, hopefully, or at least in some state that is recognizable as something that we can, we can use as foundation for some future better world. And I think that that is probably very comforting at a time when we don't know how long it's going to be before we see some sign of hope and things turning around for all of us. There are pockets of that around the world, perhaps, but nothing is really, really, really clearly indicative of this is going to be ending soon and everything is going to be fine. You know, we, we really don't quite see that yet. And so perhaps it's like a way of, you know, controlling our expectations or a way for us to sort of feel like, you know, we can calm our nerves or calm our panic to control the information that's coming into our minds through our books and our TV and our movies by selecting those things that show that even in the midst of this horrible, horrible thing, people still survive at the end of it. 
at least one person, at least something of us, even if it is not us in like, you know, if you take like, you know, an extreme like AI example, like maybe it's an AI apocalypse, but at least there's something that we've built. There's some like legacy of us that remains. And I think that there's something in that that we cling to at times where we don't know what's going to remain. We don't know what businesses are going to reopen or never open again or what part of our lives are going to feel normal or never, ever again, you know? And I feel like maybe that's why. Maybe that's why people enjoy things that they know by the last page. No matter what happens between the first page along the way, whether you're page 200 or 400 or 700, you know by page 800 (laughs) there will be some example of our ability to come out better or at least just to come out of this at all. (laughs) So if you (laughs) find that you're looking for something that makes you feel that way, that you absolutely know, like there will be an end to it and it'll end in a way that, you know, sees humanity through it. Um, At least that's what I'm hoping for this uh, book, Wanderers. I'm not done yet, as I said. Um, Then I highly recommend checking out Wanderers by Chuck Wendig. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his last name properly, but, you know, there it is. Uh, Chuck Wendig, I think and wanderers. Uh, So yeah, that's what I have today. That's where I am today. Okay. Thank you. I love you so much. Bye.